cash. I got a show today. That's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Time is a throwaway. Okay. <laughs> uh, so today, we're going to be talking about jobs. Hustle and motivate. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, is a job hustling? Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> no, I I swear. I just wanted to see what you thought because I was like, well, maybe we could jump off from there. But I totally agree. I think driving for Lyft is the next best thing to selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. You did say that. You did. And and yeah, kind of. Um, except for the work coming to you. <laughs> um, the work coming to you. Is <laughs> Girl, we ain't talking about that. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Okay, that. okay. All right, all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, um, okay. So having a job and the how how necessary necessary it is when you're creative uh, or a freelancer and like the whole like in and out of jobs kind of thing because it's you know like the gift and the curse and then like like real job versus like part time jobs and stuff like that. So I don't know if you want to talk about like stories and jobs, <laughs> but I just know. For sure. Go ahead. I might not be the work best person to um talk about jobs because uh-huh. I'm anti job and anybody who know me, yeah, know I'd be like work a job <laughs> where they do that at. Yeah, and um, I think it's even funny because it was like the first time I tasted entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Legit. When I launched my boutique back in that was 2013. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, job. Yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. What did they do that? And so, of course, though the entrepreneurial life is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I launched a boutique with like, oh, I had investors. No, no. It was the money I saved up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so I've been, I'll pop in a job and pop out, but it'll be for like a few months. Mm-hmm. And then I even got to the point where I had kind of got arrogant. So I had to humble myself. So let, let, let me just say that. I had to humble myself. But I had got a little arrogant when it came to it. Like, if I went to a job interview, I was interviewing them. Mm. No, no. You need to tell me why I should work here. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, that's how I got about the job. No, no. Let's be clear. You meet my requirements. I need flexible hours. <laughs> I'm coming when I want to. Oh, so you're working have, job. <laughs> I have stuff to do outside. Let's, I wouldn't lie. I have a business mm-hmm. that is priority. Like, that was me in the interview. Yeah. <laughs> that was never me in anybody's interview. I was always just like, okay, try not to sound dumb. Remember the stuff that they're going to ask you. You know, strengths and weaknesses. Why you left this job. Blah, blah, blah. Like, those things. And I was... I'm always... Like, I suck at interviews, G. Like, the whole thought... Like, me selling myself. Like, to have to talk about me in a way that feels like... I have to sell them. I have to make you see some value in me. Or, like, I don't know. It just feels like... It's just too much pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... I'd rather start a business. <laughs> then go on a single job interview. Like, wait, no. I just want to show you. I'm, like, way better on paper. You know, like... Mm. Way better. I, to, you know, when it comes time for me to try to talk... It, it, when you hear this podcast, I, st- I stutter and stumble through so much. Like, me expressing myself verbally is tough 
Um, and then to, to, to try to like sell you on me, like, especially, especially if I, the fact that I'm even trying to be here and sell myself and go through this job interview means I'm probably like in need, like, okay, I've been working on my own stuff for a minute, you know, we run into some stuff. It's time. To, it's like a break. Like that's how I have been treating jobs pretty much since I graduated from college. It's like, okay, you get a little part-time something and then you work on the, the dream. Um, then he's like, oh, okay, well, uh, my money is running super low. It's certain things I need to do. You know, I need to get my teeth looked at, you know, let's, let's get something for real going here. Then you do that. You know, you just, for me, I kind of hopped in and out of like, you know, corporate or however you want to look at it. Um, and now I'm back to, um, okay, it's time for corporate again. Um, you know, I need to get to the dentist again. You know, somebody else's dime. I, you know, have property by, I have a child to raise. And the scary thing about it now, obviously, is the whole I have a child to raise aspect of it. Like, it's twofold. Like, okay, so that means I'm not going to be spending my days with him or, you know, as much time. That's one thing in and of itself. And then, two, like, how long am I going to stay this time? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been able to just, like, kind of be like, wow, okay, this, you know, I can I can bow out now. Like, I don't have no feelings. I'm not stuck here. You know, I, it, it did what I needed to do. And I'm gone now. Like, ooh, like can I just <laughs> can I just bounce? You know. <laughs> um, so that's a scary thing. And then it's almost like entering into that whole that whole world of you know working mom, working mompreneur. Was it like I? I have no. It it already seems like a daunting daunting year or two or whatever ahead of me when I just think about like my personal goals you know me getting back into fashion starting the clothing line and working a job like to you know fund pretty much I mean a living you know in in general you're making a living but like to then try to get back like I just really don't know even though I do know that it's time for a job see I mean don't get me wrong as much as I say, you know, I was arrogant. I, I mean, I was. As much as I say that, I still have had to go get a job. Um, I would be real picky about the jobs I get, though. So, I do understand the the feeling of, okay, it's time to get a job. Like, mm-hmm. I do understand that feeling because I've popped in and out of jobs since I had the, since I had the boutique. Like, since I, when I did that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I still ain't never committed to corporate. And it's funny because when I think about my mindset when it comes to jobs my whole life, uh-huh. it's never been, like, I was never going to be the person that was going to be with a company for five years. Uh-huh. Never. Like, <laughs> when, like, I'm about to tell y'all this because I have, I have had, like, I think I had, I've never had a job over two years. Mm-hmm. I'm prior to the boutique because after boutique is so, so many other like but if and dance. Mm-hmm. But prior to the boutique, I started working at 15. So from 15 mm-hmm. to 23, mm-hmm. I had never had a job over two years. So that means I basically had a new job mm-hmm. every year. That's so funny. I started working at 16, and my first job I've had for probably just over two years. I've always stayed long. Like, well, a lot of my little part-time stuff is the same place I always go back to. So I've always, I've I've kept jobs for a long time. Not me, Even I'd at college. Like, like, my college job, 
I stayed. Like, that was what I did the whole time I was in college. Like, not I said the cat. I was like, ooh, <laughs> y'all getting on my nerves. And this is temporary. Mm. So, I quit. Yeah. And I would never quit. I've always been, I've had a good work ethic in the sense of, I'm go come to work. Mm-hmm. Like, if I work there, I'm go come. Like, I'm not going to call off. I'm not going to do no no call. No, I'm not doing none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always believed in a full check. Is that part of the work ethic, though, or just showing up? <laughs> so, hey, I don't know. Call it what you want. I just always believe in a full check. So I wasn't going to call off or leave nobody hanging. I wasn't doing nothing, none of that. Okay. But the moment you start getting on my nerves, I'd be like, and I'm at the find a new job. Mm-hmm. This is temp. Like, this is Wendy's. My first job was Wendy's. This, come on, man. I knew. I, <laughs> I've always been career-minded. So uh-huh. to me, it was always like, what is this? Like, yeah. It's a Wendy's. I get paid minimum wage. I quit. I can find. <laughs> There's a million of you. Like that was yeah. me with jobs. Like, oh, you get on my nerves. Let me start putting it. I'm putting in these. That was just never me. <laughs> I I I wish I had a little bit more of that. I'm not like a, a huge risk taker. I mean, clearly I take some risk or whatever. Like I I don't. I didn't just like find a job. I think even like my major, even like the route that I've t- taken. I feel like that kind of demonstrates like, oh, okay, you willing to, you know, I guess color outside the lines or something. But, um, but even, even in that, I still find, I need some stability. Like I don't, like I'm a creative, I'm over here and over there and I'm all like, everything's beautiful and the energies and the vibes and all that. However, I still need some stability. So like the my part-time jobs and things that I've had, I, I have maintained those I will maintain a couple I just don't talk about them like even even when people hear me talk on here and say like going to work it's like but how are you going to work and you have a job I don't even count that it's just like it don't count you know I just I will maintain a little something I mean I just maintain because I just still need something like even when I'm I'm okay or I'm a, like I just feel like I need I can't I don't want to ask nobody for nothing. I just don't I've, I've always maintained Period. Like, I'm not, I just can't be reliant on anybody else, so. I think I always made sure I had something, when I was working, like, when I was in job life, I always had, I always made sure I had something lined up before I left, Uh but I was definitely leaving. Yeah. Because I was also big, like, I didn't want to, you know, ask people for money or nothing like that. Like, I've had a car note since I was 18. Mm -hmm. No one has ever paid my car note but me. Yeah. Period. Not a car note, not a not a car note, not insurance, no one. Yeah. So I've been maintaining it, you know, like I learned what it was like to, to have bills and to be broken and, and all of that real early in life. <laughs> uh likewise. <laughs> um, but it still wasn't gonna keep me at your job. That's you know, that was yeah. oh, I'm I'm still not staying. I'm just gonna find another one if you <laughs> my mindset. And I think that's that's the thing. Like I, I felt like that and I felt like that because I would maintain a little something on the side. Like just a small little something. Like, oh even if I like I the one thing I would be like I'll work ten hours. You know what I'm saying? Like ten hours a month just to maintain that I have this job to kinda like come back to if I need it. You know, like just stuff like that. Um in case like like something like this. Like when I did have corporate jobs with I know I was standing that like that's a, t- a huge time thing. Like I just I, I wasn't committed. I'm, I just never was committed to something so, like, serious or whatever. And so I would keep a little song because I knew, like, that was how I knew I didn't have to stay. So I was like, I needed I needed a base in order to be like, yeah, I can, you know, peace out. Like, I'm glad this is over. I mean, you said you had some lined up, but I technically kept something lined up. To me, it's the same 
but I just didn't have to like go find something else. I was like, oh, I know, I know that I what I can do. <laughs> hey, I mean, more power to you. I don't, I, and it's funny because you say that, and it had me thinking, like, what did I used to do? Like, how did I, like, how have I always made it through the years? But I just learned a lot of, I guess, quote unquote, adult stuff early. So. I learned unemployment early. I learned what that looked like. I learned how long you have to work at a job. I mm-hmm. learned how to how to okay. quit or get fired and still get unemployment. I remember the first time I met lady. <laughs> I ain't never been one. You're not go I don't care what your position is. You are not going to tell me anything and I'm just gonna do it. It just don't work like this. What me. do you mean? This what, lady when they, I was did working, she tell you to do your job? <laughs> no, that was the oh, thing. She was okay. trying to Get me to do her job or what I felt like was her job. Mm-hmm. So I was working in retail and she was basically like, I had to count the receipts at the end of the night, like credit cards, receipts, and stuff. And I'm like, that's what managers are supposed to do. Sorry, no, I'm not doing it. Um, and she was like, well, this is now, it's now company policy for y'all to do it. I so was it, like, was a, it was a change that happened? That's what she was saying. Like, it's a change that happened. So we, you didn't have to do it at first. And then it was like, okay, that's all I'm because I'm like, oh. And so I'm like, well, that's what employee handbooks are for. So unless you give me something in writing that says this is new policy, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this 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 is me. Um, and and I was probably like, I was in college, but I was maybe like 18 or 19 at the time. Um, and so she cut my hours, and I said, thank you, because I got a trip to you. I'm about to go get unemployment. Yeah. And still work these little hours that you now cut. So now I'm about to get the same amount of money for less work. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. yeah, but yeah, again, this was me on jobs. And guess what? That was one of the few jobs I had for two years. But that's because I was working, I don't know, 10 hours and still getting my mm-hmm. employment at the same time. But um, I don't know. I, th- I think I've always been kind of a hustler too. I'm actually glad that you mentioned that. We can say the hustle thing. I just wanted to mention like... Like I don't let you know. I, I just want to like have some some a little transparency, a little clarity out here for people. Like, and I think that's why we're talking about jobs because when you see, it, it, I'm talking to the rest of these creatives out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are doing all kinds of shit to make it, and or to or to look like they're making it. You know what I'm saying? So for my you know fellow people in the creative hustle, I ain't gonna say nothing about no damn struggle. But in the creative hustle, like, do what you have to do. Like. Sometimes you have to take a job. Sometimes it's a job that is beneath you that you don't want to do. That you whatever whatever like and don't let don't don't let you know Instagram or you know your other friend who seems like what like you just do not know what people are doing out here to to get that coin. You know what I'm saying? Like just 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 take the job. You know like you have to sometimes and 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 operate from a space of gratitude. Like I know that's a hard thing to say or, or whatever, especially when you're talking about no, I just quit the shit. But you like this. This is how this is how you win. Like this is step one. You know, you just be grateful for that job that you can keep your roof over your head. You know, just it's it's the prioritizing of things. I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, everything. I'm happy you said that, and I'm happy because we can laugh and hee hee and ha ha about my ignorance and arrogance mm-hmm. because life has humbled me. Yeah, and since then. Yeah. And over and over. Yeah. And one of the things, that's another thing I was, I was trying to get to, I forgot. Like, be honest with yourself. Like, I know for me, I mean, 
I, I just know for me, like, let's be real. Like, it's not like I'm spending eight hours straight a day on my on my thing. Like, there there were times, yeah, like when I was at a, at a point with seven seven three, yeah, like I I was in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm in it. Like, okay, all day. Okay, without that day, I'm taking pictures. Like, I was working it like it was a job. Like, I worked at you know some other major publication or whatever. Um, but here, I think is. I, I feel like from if you hear me talk, like clearly I'm not sitting up here spending that amount of time um, working on patterns or designing or drafting or getting the clothing line off, off the ground or anything like that. I just I don't consider myself any bit lazy, but, you know, should be hard and I'd be having a lot of stuff to do and it just be taking a back seat. So while while should have taken a back seat and you, I'm, you, you could experience burnout, all that stuff, just get you a job in the meantime so you can at least be having some money. But is that the issue? Because it's the issue that because you're not spending adequate enough time or working it like a job, giving it the same dedication that you would give the job for, rather, even if it's a temporary one, but that same dedication that you're going to make sure you're on time for work and you go show up for work. Exactly. Exactly. Because That's why you're I not that. doing that to your clothing line mm-hmm. is that the issue because you are not treating it as i, I would say i would say yes I, I mean i'm not gonna lie to you that's that's exactly what i mentioned and that's why i'm trying to like be as clear as possible to people like but I, I but the fact that i know me you know what i'm saying i know i, I look i've been through this I've started a business before. Like, I, I've been through this. I know when I'm going to be in go mode, and I know when I'm just going to, when I'm bullshitting, or when I'm, like, in, in incubating mode, or, or whatever. And it's no need to, like, really talk too much more about it. That's why I fell, fell back off. Like, this is, this is, the podcast is about that. Like, our creative pursuits and, you know, all the stuff that goes with it. But I just, I mean, I probably mention it because I want to make sure that you know people know where i'm trying to transition into but i also just want to be clear like it ain't like i'm working on it like that and 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 you have to be real with yourself like are you really working on it like that are you are you just kind of like envisioning yourself in that and saying what you want and like it's cool because shit ain't happening right now and and it'll be cool if it do happen or you're actually doing some shit you know what i'm saying like you know i have actually mixed feelings about even though I asked you the question, um, I still have mixed feelings of what I think the answer is. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because there's definitely a point in my life where I just felt like, why well, work 40 hours a week for somebody else's dream if they turn this into a reality? When I can work 40 hours a week for myself and turn my dream into a reality. Mm-hmm. Which is when I started going hard for my business and which is... When I really started being like, no, I'm not working a job, and you come second, and that's when I started going, if I went on the interview, it was like, let's be clear what's first, mm-hmm. and you ain't it. <laughs> but um, fast forward to now, um, and then this is me being transparent, super transparent, like, oh my God, I don't know if I talk to anybody about this. <laughs> I feel like I am not doing enough with my business. I feel like it is like I'm kind of pushing it to like it's going to the wayside to a certain extent um not because I don't desire to or I may be in a well I question if I'm in a lazy state too which I don't really think I am but but still kind of not focused I don't know but it's really because I have so many other things going on yeah like technically right now I'm working 
Well, I like to, I like to not say I'm actually working a job because it's all 1099. Mm-hmm. But I have three different other things that I'm doing mm-hmm. outside of the business. Mm-hmm. So to do all three of these things. Yeah. And then still work on my business like I was, like really yeah. dedicating the time to it. Yeah. It'd be a lot. And so yeah, I and it's feel, not like you fresh out of college before, you know, like like you like it's it's not like it's that time where like the world was so you know rose colored and you could do it all and your energy was there and you aren't burnt out and you don't have like this is a different time, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a different stage in life and you have to take all that stuff into account. Like I I have to um I have to really do a lot to calm myself down with like my ambitions and, and like like versus like the reality and not that I want, want to ever let like okay reality tame me or, or whatever but like you know be realistic like there are so many hours in a day you need sleep you know what I'm saying you need water you need you know you, you, it's, it's just certain things and you I just trying to do it all I have to check myself constantly like oh you didn't sit down at your showing machine today or you whatever whatever and it's it's so many other things that go into that like well, okay let's let's be even more clear like your space this is part of the reason why we're talking about real estate and why I need to move or whatever like the space I'm in is not you know conducive to me really create you know what I'm saying like I have to go over here to the sewing studio sometimes I don't want to it's, it, it's just work it's just it's too many too many variables it's not even just like okay a job is getting in the way or you know whatever whatever it's like look i need to move i need to have everything in one spot and then even then i'm gonna have to figure out like is that the style that i work in like when i when i was in college or whatever it worked better for me to have something outside of my living space you know like i needed to go over here to separate and act like it was a job so now i'm like relearning what like now it feels different i did set that up i have the whole access to like a whole little mini studio now it's just like that's too far you know what i'm saying like it's a transitional time and it's just like wow i'm still figuring this stuff out like i you you need to create you need to make a space for yourself that's all this stuff um is real in like the creative entrepreneurial world and needs to be taken into account when you're like um like oh i didn't do enough and you know all this stuff i'm learning that and I'm, that's why i'm saying it is because i have to like give myself a little bit of a break i feel that i don't i feel that but i'll be it's also and it's a personal thing that would be like you don't get a break you still broke and it's funny because you was like people you gave the message of like don't you know be going on instagram thinking that like people are doing this this that, and the other when I'm like the total opposite way because it's like people I'm gonna say I'm broke until I'm till until I'm good good and it's and that's why I think it's funny because people be like oh you know like you had such success here and you did such a great job and I just be like no mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. it's not to the standard I want and at the end of the day I'm still not financially where I want to be or even where I need to be far as my standards and no <laughs> um so that's not like i've got like people like oh you got awarded a grant and you know how many people try for years to get a grant that's such a big deal and i'm just like it's not a big deal to me because mm-hmm. far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. i'm still struggling yeah <laughs> two grants later <laughs> i've been awarded two grants yeah woo- there's no parade to me there's no like Mm -hmm. celebration i still can't breathe that's also making me question Mm -hmm. uh 
like, okay, well, clearly you allocated the grant money in the proper ways and everything. But another thing for me, as far as like risk and, and why I need to get a job, because I always get a job before I take like the big risk when I'm like about to invest more into my company. Um, when I start like really buckling down or whatever, it's like, oh, okay, this is what I need. You know, this is the amount of money. This is where I need to be to, you know, in order to take the time off or or to just have the little part-time job or whatever. Um, this is how much I'm comfortable, like not blowing, but you know, spending at once, you know, like it, it, I take into account a lot of things. So it's like, to me, a job is always like the setup for, for, you know, whatever I'm, I'm trying to say, but the, for, for the next, you know, um, business but you know so anyway um but it's like it's to me i'm sorry it was just it's just the getting getting that together so it's like with the money part how much are you putting up putting into your business you know what i'm saying oh no it all gets put into my business well not all of course gotta pay bills but i'm just saying like outside of that um it all goes to the business because even this new thing i'm about to do i've been fighting back and forth if I was going to do it under the business or under myself because um, I'm like, well, if I do it under myself, then I can keep the money for anything personal, but I want to do it under the business so the business can have the money. For me, like, it's crazy because it's like, I don't even know how to express the level of which having a business, like, or my business makes my heart beat. Like, that is, it is a part of who I am, period. You know, so to not give to my business, that's never yeah. not. You, well, I don't you know. mean, I don't mean in the way I guess that I said it because I was just kind of stumbling through. But I mean, like strategy wise, you know what I'm saying? Like, like do you stack up and then like it's like setting up for the next phase? You know, as, as opposed to like you know nickel and diamond here, like okay, I just need this little thing or whatever. It's like it's almost like what's the the full strategy? You know. So I've definitely done that, especially when it comes to jobs. Actually, when you were saying that, I was like, my perspective has been different, I feel like, than yours. But at the end of the day, I was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, I would get a job, um, and then while I have that job, I, you know, like, I'm at the stack. Like, I'm at the pay a bunch yeah. of stuff up. Yeah. And then even when I know I'm about to quit, I'm about to prepay some bills. <laughs> like, I'm about to prepay yeah. some stuff. Yeah. I'm about to pre stack this bread because I know I'm about to quit and so let me make sure that I'm prepared for the fact that I'm not 100% sure what you know what's about to happen next so I do do that and I actually think that's why I've been good in a sense of you know I've had a card note consistently since I was 18 Mm -hmm. and I've never missed a card note Mm -hmm. I've had which also means I've had car insurance you know so I've had bills since I was 18 and I've never missed anything. Like I ain't never even been over 30 days late on mm-hmm. a card note before. Um, and I just say card note specifically cause that's the longest bill, but you know, rent, phone bill, all that other stuff too, mm-hmm. credit cards, all that other stuff. But, um, and I honestly just counted a blessing that that has been my life story. Mm-hmm. But I do prep for, like, when I start getting bread, I prep for the next, for what's about to happen yeah. next. And I guess, I, I guess, I mean, it's clear, to me, it's it's clear, but I should say, like, so we're talking about self-funding. We're not even talking about, like, going out and getting investors and even um, getting grants and stuff like that as part of, you know, 
self-funding because you're doing the work. I mean, you, you can, you know, hire someone or pay someone or set that part up, especially in your nonprofit. Like that can be a full, you know, position that someone has to seek and, and apply for grants and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that could be in, in, in my for-profit business as well, but I just, I think a grant's a lot more so, um, in relation to nonprofits. Um, but yeah, so all this is when you're like self-funding stuff, you know, um, but I'm happy you said that because even with me, you know, like being transparent and saying like, oh my God, I feel like I'm not doing enough when it comes to my business right now, man, laying the foundation Mm -hmm. as hard as it was. And as annoying as it was, it's one of those things I can be really grateful that I did. Because even though I'm not, I in no way, shape, or form doing enough right now, but because we have taken on an intern, things are still rolling. Mm-hmm. Because even me not doing enough, I know I can I know the assignments already. Mm-hmm. I already know what I need to be done. I already know what I need, you know, for her to be rolling and getting things done you know like it's already in the process and so laying that foundation is a really 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 big part of it because um I mean we're not in a position where you can just stay running on autopilot but you know it's been on autopilot for maybe like two or three weeks and it's still been moving. With, yeah. and, and I say all of and I complete all of because I'm still doing stuff, but I'm doing minimum, like working on it a couple of hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like literally a couple. Like I took an interview today in the midst of me doing another job I was supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. And when I was at the conference, I was working on the business where I'm supposed to be paying attention to the speaker. So I'm like, you know, that's how I've been working. Like, okay, well, I'm at this conference. Let me get this done real quick. So an hour here, 30 minutes here, <laughs> another thing, you know. I just chuckle because like if, if you know how like when you're in interviews or whatever, you're asked certain questions like, like your strengths and weaknesses or whatever. And I like I'm listening to you talk and I was like, oh, she's multitasking. And that's in, like the number one thing I say, like a, um, a weakness of mine. You know how you got to put the positive spin on it or whatever like that. Well, like, you know, I like to, I'm, I'm task driven and, and whatever. And like, But like, yeah, multi multitasking. I just... I don't know. I don't even know how that came up as a thing, you know, when you're trying to figure out what you're going to say or what you could use, but that that became my thing. Especially since they said there's no real way to multitask. So that's a really good, yeah, that's a really great (laughs) thing to use as as a weakness. I mean, and then, but, um, so, you know, I've been going on a couple of job interviews and that's, um, I've been some of these people are getting clever. I think I've been out of the market for a while because, you know, they're, they're coming up with really good ways to spend, like, regular old um interview questions and stuff like that so i didn't at this one that i just had that went pretty good so fingers crossed we'll find out soon um maybe we'll find out before our season finale next week um you know if you can't get the job but um i forgot where i was going with that I don't know, but I think it's not about the interviews. The interview was going well. I think it's funny yeah. to you know just to piggyback off the job thing right now. It makes me laugh because even though I'm way more humble because my bills got to get paid, period, <laughs> and I like to travel. Yeah. That's the other thing. That's like a mandatory thing in my life, traveling. Um, I just laugh because I, so I had a job call me and I told you about it, 
And I told the recruiter on the phone, like I specifically told her, she was like, well, this job is part time. It's only 20 hours a week. How do you feel about that? I told her literally 40 hours scare me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why would you say that though? Well, I mean, I I guess if you would have gotten the position, you could have cleaned that up. 20 hours is great because 40 hours scare me. Yeah. That's (laughs) That gives me, I literally said that, but I'm just laughing because I'm be I'm dead ass with the look. Yeah. Listen, you don't even plan. Like I, I, I always go in feeling like I have to like play the game. Like okay, let's put on my, <laughs> I mean <laughs> whatever, and like try to get this job. I mean if I care, like and, and that's the crazy thing about this job interview. Like it was I did not. I mean I always have a level of care because I'm gonna present myself, you know, well. But I really was like, this is my last one for a while. I'm just gonna you know lift and uh, you know do whatever little job like just you know i'm gonna figure this out but um i'm gonna stop until my son turns one and then i might be ready to like let go of full-time care but it might be happening sooner <laughs> but you have a strength that i feel like i don't have where you feel like you're good on paper but not so good at interview mm-hmm. i feel like i suck on paper mm-hmm. like it's hard like when i do a for job it's hard for me to get a job based off my resume yeah versus once I get the interview, pretty much once I get the interview, I got the job. It's not too many jobs I interviewed for that I didn't get. <laughs> I might but, get called in, but once they talk to me, they're like, hmm. <laughs> See, I don't, but I don't get called in. I feel I suck on paper. And I know why, because I'm a very, like, to the point, like, my my resume That's what I'm is saying. a bullet point. You don't be, pl- you, you don't, you too real. Like, you got to go in there all like, oh, like, I really, like, oh, like, you got to play the interview game. Like, you just like, I'm so, I'm for real. Like, I don't even know why you, why, why are you going, why are you applying to jobs if you want to be real about it? It's almost like, it's almost like that's counterproductive. Like, it's, it don't even make sense. <laughs> I mean, I had like, I still, I guess I still finesse a little because, you know, whenever they start talking See, about... you talking about finesse. And I'm talking about playing the interview game. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Look, I'm like, what's the interview game? You know what? I'm sitting up here talking like that's a thing. It could be for me. Like, it could just be a thing in my mind because it's like... I'm like, I just go... But it's hard for me. Again, on paper, it's uh-huh. hard. So most jobs I've had, it's been like because I knew somebody. Uh-huh. If I just send in a resume, mm-hmm. I don't get a call. Yeah, because I am straight to the point though. So my resume is like I did this. It's not all the fluff. It's not all. And that's the, all you need somebody to help you with that. Like I had to have someone help me with that. Like I, I'm a writer, but my I couldn't sell. Like it still go back to the selling myself part, and and I'm straightforward like that too. So I just be like, eh, but then I'll you know you do your research and you're like, oh okay, listen, I flip it, and then like I have to give the credit to my little brother. Well, I have one of my my one of my good friends and my little brother. My brother more so this time around. Um, really was like, no, you have to, you know, qu- quantitative and all this stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. boy, you're talking to me in English. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, you yeah. know, he hooked me up this time. Uh, even though, I don't that that I don't know, that wasn't even what was used in this. Um, That's so funny. I actually probably know a lot of the resume tricks, and I don't do them because I don't want to update my resume because I don't feel like it, because I don't mm-hmm. care about a job. Okay. <laughs> but You know what? Let me, let and me not ask that, you this. Right. I'm like, not even that. Yeah. Let me clean up. Not that I don't care about a job. Let me take that back. But I hate updating my resume. Yeah. I just, it's annoying to constantly keep adding new information. And then I also feel like a resume will never really show the skills I've learned. Yeah. Like, I, like, I ran a business. 
So how do I explain to you that I understand what the importance of employee handbook and I understand what it's like to buy wholesale and I understand like what it's like to write a business plan like or to do your articles of incorporation. Like, yes, I can do all of that. Mm-hmm. But how do I put that in a resume? You know, like, how do I even (laughs) begin to explain my experiences? Well, you start with the job that you're going for. And it's not even about that. It's how do you use that and highlight what they're looking for, you know? But, I mean, that's, that's, I'm not, look, I am not no resume guru. I'm not the one to sit up here and give it. I, I think it's a game. And I'm just saying you need to get with the game. And but this bring me, but this bring me to my point and something that my little brother brought up to me. Um, is like, is it self-sabotage? You know what I'm saying? Because I was just telling him about this whole thing with his job. It's like, as a creative, let's be, let's be real. An entrepreneur, you're going to find a way to like get out of the job. Like it wasn't meant anyway, you know, <laughs> like I, I, this, this just mean I need to focus. Like I was so ready. Like, like this, this is coming up and I automatically start thinking like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I, my son ain't one and, um, I need to, you know, there's so many things like, well, I haven't, I haven't spent the, I haven't gone hard in the, in the getting back into clothing and sewing that I need like, wait, 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 let me, let me at least put the, you know, then it's like, you know, it's time for a job. This is the season. Like you're back here. You're circling. This is the time. Like you, you back here. Maybe if it's the last time you, you never know, but this is where you're back to get this, get the job. You know what I'm saying? Like it's time to go back to the dentist. <laughs> And so when he said it, like when I was telling him, like, you know, they want me to take these tests. I already took it. They said it's a glitch. Oh, my God. He was just like, you know, that's something. And he he's so slick with it. Like, he was like, you know, something like, you know, they do like it's like self-sabotage. Like I've had beer before, too. So he didn't say like you just, you know, you know, you, you're doing it. He was like, he just kind of explained it in a way. And I was like, oh, OK, you're right. Okay. I could just be being scared. Um, and it, I don't know. I mean, fear does that to all of us for oh yeah you know what i just thought about i just (laughs) processed we have fear of jobs but not fear of entrepreneurship you know like most people work a job all they like wanting to be an entrepreneur but they're afraid to take that leap into entrepreneurship like they're afraid like oh my god what happens what if i fail i mean all this fear you feel all that too but but no, we don't feel that. That's why we still do it <laughs> and make it a priority. We got a fear of a job. Well, first of all, I know I got fear, but we, that's what that sounds like. Yeah. That's fear of a job. Like, and I know for me personally, I think my fear of the job is, is it going to, you know, take away from me building my business because I want that so bad. And so it's like, oh my God. But this is what I mean. This is why I asked you about strategy earlier because, yes, it's going to take away from the time you spend on your business. That's clear. Yes. Um, however, this, if you're using it as a strategy, like how is it, how is it helping get back to your business? You know what I'm saying? Like you're doing this all for that. Um, now I just have more of a reason to work, but it's it's essentially the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Because I'm not going to, you know, that's, I'm, I'm de- definitely, well, I'm not going to say definitely, but the investor game is like a whole other thing. Like you got to work that, like you working 
that's that's a job, you know, getting investors. And then that's a whole nother like crooked thing into it. Like I feel like I feel like when you look at social media and like like the fry documentaries and the the other girl with the the um, medicine company or whatever, um, what was it? Pharmaceuticals. I forgot what Elizabeth somebody. But it's like it's it's almost making it. Oh, and all the podcasts I listen to, and it's almost making it seem like you know getting investors is sexy. Getting investors is like. It's like you serious or something like, oh, somebody invested in you. But, you know, they, and they're talking about like the success stories and they're not talking about like the majority of that. These people ain't getting their money back. And then like, oh, I heard, you know, the, the girl Uber did it. Yeah. Okay. Uber investors are like this. The girl with um, <laughs> Nasty Gal, Sophia Amaruso or whatever. Like, that's like a crazy story. Like she was doing so good and she got investors, you know what I'm saying? And like she just went crazy. Um, it's just like there's more to that story, and so, and it uh, there's more to be said. I don't I don't ever want to seem like I'm trying to play small, but I'm I I'm really not out here trying to be um, you know Dior Chanel or you know any of those names. I, or I'm just I'm just not. I, I'm I'm really just not. I want to make you know what I want to make. Like so, see, I'm the other way around. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to be a part of the 1%. And when I think about even my nonprofit, like, I think it's funny because when you bring up nonprofit, people think like, oh, you know, like you're not going to make money or nonprofit means, oh, you just want to give back. You just have this heart to give back and that's it. And. Yes, I have a heart to give back, which is why, like, that's how the idea was birthed. I opened a boutique and I wanted to be able to show other people that it's not as hard as you think. Mm -hmm. It's hard, but it's so possible. And I just wanted to be able to show people, especially black people, like, you can open your own business. Like, you can do it. Let me play a little bit of devil. Hold on, let me finish this statement, though. Mm -hmm. But, so... Yeah, there's definitely a heart in giving back, but baby, I'm here to make money. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted because we are nonprofit. Yeah. I'm I'm here to make money. Yeah. We gonna be a nonprofit like the Salvation Army. That's a seven figure nonprofit organization. Don't get it twisted. Breast cancer awareness, seven figure nonprofit. Quit playing with me. I am here to reach the top with the nonprofit. No, no, with this, like, oh, it's not property, not gonna make any money. Oh, yep, yeah, we are. Okay, well, mm-hmm. okay, so are those people who own them and run that, are they in the 1%? You know, that's a good question. I don't know, I didn't do my research. Um, because for me, knowing business, nonprofit just won't be the only business, it's just the one I'm working on now. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna have a for profit soon. Like, yeah, and that's why I just brought that up because I'm just like the idea of like being a part of the one percent. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going. Like, I'm just, I'm just. Girl, you ain't gonna give me no disclaimer. Okay, say what you got to say. Okay, okay, (laughs) (laughs) all right. But it's it's weird because it's like, um, you can you know have your have your goals and all of that stuff. Like, shoot for it. But I'm kind of just trying to clear up if that's something like. I know you're not just talking. I know that. But it's almost more so like, well, the 1%, you know, we know how elitist that is. And we know, like, that percentage of people are. And then what, what you want to do with um, your nonprofit, it seems like, to me, you might want to open that up. Like, you don't want it to be, like, a 1%. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want it to be maybe more or expanded or something. Like, your goal is bigger or not just necessarily, like, 
oh, I'm just trying to be, you know, one of one, you know, one of two black women billionaires or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't get the question. I'm just, I'm just trying to like the, the whole idea of the 1%, like, where does that come from? Well, 1% of America is wealthy. So that's what the top 1%, like, that's what I'm referring to. And that's what I mean when I want to be a part of 1%. Now, if we get down to the nitty gritty of who I am, no, it's not just about money. Like, being a part, you know, like, reaching that level to me also is about the fact that I just want to be able to live the life I want to live, you know? And so what I mean by that is, like, I want to travel. I want to be able to give back. I want to be able to help build other businesses. Mm, but technically, you can do that now. Technically, you right, do that. Right, I am doing that You now. have done it, you do it. Right, but my point is, you want to I'm be not on this, stopping. On this there's, yeah. there's no, like, oh, well, I'm doing it now, so I'm good. No. First of all, one, because I ain't living the life I want to live. Mm-hmm. That's clear. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> Second of all, it doesn't look the way you thought it would look. No, I'm not living the life. This ain't. This is not my. This ain't the dream. The fact that I still have to um, lift from time to time, (laughs) or even the fact that while I'm so grateful to be going back on set, Mm -hmm. the fact that I'm going starting this new season Mm -hmm. is. I'm not living the life. Yeah, no, I I totally understand that. I totally (laughs) understand that. So no, I'm not where. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I know for me too, I know the lifestyle I want and it ain't cheap. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not just like, oh, it's because I want to buy a whole bunch of materialists. It's not even just that. It's just a simple, I just, I just want to be able to do what I want to do. Period. Like the one thing I learned about myself or the world is that the world is not built around people who want to be free. It's not. We live in a very structured society. We live in a very society where everything has to have boundaries and direction. And even just even me running a business, people think like, oh, I'm the entrepreneur. I'm be able to do what I want. No, you no, it's not how that works. <laughs> you still don't do whatever you want when you're an entrepreneur um, because you need structure to be successful. But I feel like I'm a true hippie at heart, you know, when I say freedom. Um, And to get to the point where I really can just be free, where I can be like, you know what I want to do right now? I really want to fly to Italy. I'm about to go tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm gone. Go tomorrow. Why not now? Or, (laughs) you know, I really want to, I want to help such and such with their business. Because even when I meet people who have businesses, it's like, I want to be able to invest. Like, I want to be able to give them their seed money. I want to be able to help grow their business. Like, there's a young, there's a teen designer that I would love to just sit down and be like, look, we about to do this, and we about to take your brand and your company to another level. I don't have the money to... To the next level. To the next level. Mm-hmm. I don't have the money to do that. You you see what I'm saying? So that's... Yeah. I mean, so the freedom is not just about, like, shopping. Because don't get me... You know, don't get it twisted. I'm a wardrobe stylist for a reason. I love to shop. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not shopping for myself, I literally like shopping. Oh, really? <laughs> um, 
But, so I'm not saying I ain't go shop. Don't get twisted. It's not all motivational. Like, yes, I just want to help people. No, no. I like shopping too. Yeah. And I like fancy things. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's really freedom. I, that's freedom to be, the freedom to okay. be able to do what I want, move when I want, and just be free. Okay, well, this job and you need a lot is about to, to be the next life. step to be, <laughs> to my freedom. I'm about to do some. Some strange, some change. <laughs> All right, that that wraps up this episode, and we will be back next week with our last okay. for the season. Next week is number ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure is. No. Yes. All right. All right. Bye, y'all.